0: All right, welcome to episode seven of Aaron Calling.
1: Ooh,
0: The Halloween episode. <laughs> it's very scary. Ooh, <laughs> That's impressive. I like that. That's good. Thank you. <laughs> Are you going to do the whole episode like that? That would be amazing.
1: Certainly. <laughs> <laughs> I like the vinyl. At some point, I feel like that would just become balky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Cousin Larry. laughs> well, uh, they don't make some... television shows like that anymore absolutely not and that could be good yeah that's a good point <laughs> i don't know that's a good point they um, on netflix yet? they should have netflix oh, are you yeah. listening yeah. put it on
0: there yeah that's a good that would that'd be a good a good one. They're probably saving it for some other somebody will pay them more for it or something. So, <laughs> right. Well, enough about perfect strangers. This is our yes. podcast about uh, about music, about records, and uh, this one is a Halloween episode. But um, I think before we start on that, um, I'm going to let you drive the Halloween music train because you're the you've got it all ready to go. Uh,
1: I got it in the can. <laughs> in the can. <laughs>
0: But uh I think it's been a minute since we've kind of talked about some of the uh, some of the stuff we found and I I found a bunch of stuff on Friday and Saturday. So we could Yes. We could go through that real quick if you'd like. Yes, absolutely. Please, sir. So Tell us what um, you got. You're familiar with this because you used to live here, but the store Phonolux is still in still in business. Yep. So we have sort of started a impromptu Phonolux Friday at the office, which is me and a couple guys zipping over there at lunchtime to see what they have. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's good, 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 uh, good companionship. Rough on the wallet, but um, right. <laughs> <laughs> I put I picked up so many things and put so much stuff back. It's ridiculous, but. Uh, but I'm happy. I got three things. Um, I got the uh, a reissue of the Flesh Eaters, A Minute mm. to Pray, A Second to Die.
1: Dun,
0: dun, dun. Um, some nice little '80s punk rock, which would be good to uh, to throw into the DJ set. And yep. then, uh, and then I got. What kind of weird and spent more than I usually do on two records. And uh, the first was the Buckingham Nicks. Buckingham, yeah. Buckingham Knicks.
1: I'm not uh, Buckingham <laughs> Knicks. Mm-hmm. It sounds like basically they moved New York Knicks to Buckingham. <laughs> <laughs> basically, Lindsey and
0: Stevie's record before uh, before uh, they were in Fleetwood Mac, which yeah. you don't, I never see it. Somebody, I was talking to someone yesterday and he's like, oh, I see that all the time and you overpaid for it, but I've never seen it. So. Um, yeah, seen I seen one copy at a record store or at a record show and the guy has it every time for $80, which I didn't pay $80, dollars. <laughs> $80. <but laughs> I know, I know, but didn't they um, press like
1: 2 billion of those.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know because it's kind of pre it's kind of pre Fleetwood Mac and also like it's not on streaming anywhere. So if you want to listen to True. it, you have to, you either have to do YouTube, which is always kind of a pain or, um, uh, or pick up uh, either a CD or uh, an LP. So right, I picked that up just because it's like, you know, whole, the whole like... You ever see the Sound City documentary?
1: Yes. I was yeah. about to mention
0: that, actually. Yep. So this was recorded there. And I think it sort of kind of like kind of kick-started that whole like um, scene a little bit. I think it was kind of one of the first records that people really... I may be wrong in that. Maybe Tom Petty. But um, this was kind of right up there with it. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1973. So probably 73,
1: 72. So it's a good year. Um, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I have no reason to say 1973 is a great, good year. <laughs>
0: it it kind of makes you think, though, like if you want to ever play a game of like, what if, like, the idea that like Mick Fleetwood heard that record and was like, I'm going to ask them to join my band. Like, what if right. he had never done that? Do you know what I mean? Like, that, that. Right. Because the story uh, is
1: he was like, somewhere where he was recording there with fleetwood mac for something else and then like somebody heard that or something like that or like played it for him and he was like oh that's kind of cool and then put it back in his noggin and then later was like who was that guy and gal that did the thing yeah can they play on the thing yeah isn't that crazy that is crazy
0: (laughs) i mean people don't really do that i mean it's hard to think of a Band or anybody that's ever really done that, not out of necessity. Do you know what I mean? Like not out of money dying or something. Right, 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 right. Um, And then I also picked up um, Michael Jackson's Bad LP. (laughs) Man, (laughs) (laughs) my friend was like, "Have you seen the documentary?" And I was like, "No," and I was like, "I, I can't bring myself to watch it." And right. I was like, I feel conflicted even buying this right now. But I'm I like, it's everything in my childhood wrapped up into like one LP. You know what I mean? Like, right. I just and I, I just talk uh, at work the other day. Actually, yeah, I know it's so weird. Like, and I I can't quite figure out. No, no, no. So like, I don't really see Bad a lot. I always see like Thriller, right? And, right. Um, certain records, but Bad, I very rarely see. And I hate to say this because it's cheesy. But I also have on LP, I have Weird Al's yeah, fat. You yeah, you <laughs> so now they can sit right next to each other, which <laughs> is, I'm just glad I married because if so, no woman would ever talk to me
1: again. Admitting that. <laughs> well, here's the thing like, what year was what year was bad? 87. We were looking at it last night. Um, yes. it's
0: Yeah. and it Because you're creeping into the
1: time where. You're creeping into that time, that lovely golden era of we're trying to phase everybody out of LP and on yep. to C D. Like yep. we have we have fully started transitioning in eighty seven. Like Yeah. Cause you can find all those records like all day long at a thrift store for a dollar on C D. Like there are oh, yeah. a billion yeah. of them, you know, yeah. but that's cause they're really making that push. So like yeah. eighty seven, yeah, I feel like it's like that break year where it's like it's hard to find some of that stuff.
0: Yeah, I agree. Totally agree. So I was, I was kind of excited. I and I just picked it up, and I was like, I don't
1: smooth I criminal, man. It home and <clears throat> what's, what's funny it. is
0: Cash Naden had friends over that that night when I got home, <laughs> and I was like, guys, check this out. And they're like, oh, and they immediately took it from me and went and like played it on their own sound system for like them <laughs> and their friends. So and I was like, all right, that's fair. that's fair. I'll take that. So that was Friday. So, um, it's awesome. Saturdays, and I would, I texted you all of these. Yes, yesterday. yes, you did. It was great. Um, but I and went your to your drink. My, yeah, my milkshake. <laughs> I took a nap after that milkshake. That's it was so, so delicious. Um, I, uh, so we were out and about, and I, I had put together like some things I just needed to get out of the house. I had a box of CDs and some like tapes and, um, and some records that I just, I just need to move on to a new home. So I took them swung by my my store out here and um, you know they gave me they gave me a decent amount of credit for what I took in and I was like sweet so I just went immediately went shopping so yep I was pretty happy because I ended up with like you know five LPS for ended yeah. up paying like 18 bucks after the credit you know what I mean that's so. awesome the uh, first thing I got was the the bats record daddy's mm-hmm. highway yeah um, which is a repress but um, it's funny my friend is like an a super obsessive like New Zealand Twee pop guy and I was like, is this good? And he was like, everything by the bats is good. You know that. Right. Uh, you know right, I would right. say that. So I was like, he's like, I love them. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I picked that up. Um I got a split ends record. Yeah. And I don't even know how to pronounce it. It's W A I A T A is the name yeah. of the
1: album. I think it I think it's Waiata Waiata I, I can, think I can run with that only because I think it's a Maori word, which is like the native peoples of New Zealand. Oh. I don't remember what it means. <laughs> but when Just I was looking, when I that, got that, that split in thing, I like uh, for some reason I was looking them up and like I had not heard of that record and then heard of that record and then read about that. Yeah. But so, yeah it yeah. came
0: on 81 so it was it was three dollars and i figured i might find a, a dj jam on there or not so right i i threw it on last night and kind of listened to it in passing so i haven't spent much time with it but you know it sounds like split ends
1: <laughs> yeah split ends is fun
0: um and then i just realized this now that i'm looking up but i also got uh tusk by fleetwood oh, mac and did. the only the only reason i picked <laughs> this one up is because i see it all the time but this version yep. was like Insanely clean, like it had all the yeah. inserts, um, and um, and the records were in really good shape. Usually, it's just beat to crap, yeah. you know what I mean? But um, yep. but this one was like super clean, and uh, you know, I'm a fan of the record, I think I have it on CD, so I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll add that to the collection. So, I think this record, I think people should listen to it more, like people that are making records, because yeah. It's sonically strange. Like, they kind of do like their token, like Stevie Nicks, Sarah, like, here's our radio song. But then they do yep. like the ledge where everything's kind of distorted and weird. And then, yeah. I don't know. Like, it just seems like when people make records now, they kind of leave out the weird little, kind of goofy songs. And I think this one is a good, this record is a good representation of being able to do that and still have a successful record. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Uh, piece of Tusk trivia. Uh number well, I guess two. One Ooh. uh when I went to see REM in Atlanta on the Monster Tour, which yeah. just comes around to a record I think we have both have on the way now. Um uh Monster's about to be re-released and all that in all its lovely glory. Um yeah. they played in Atlanta, me and a bunch of friends went, it was amazing. I had always had this memory of them playing part of like a half the full first half of Tusk as like one of the encores. And I was like, did I just dream that? That's stupid. (laughs) I found a set list about a month ago. And in fact, they played Tusk for some reason. It was one of their covers. They were just like whipping out every so often. Weird. When they would come out. I'm like, why are they playing Tusk? (laughs) Yeah, That's kind of cool. Um, Second. Yeah. I think it was a, I think it's like, that was the record I think that made Mick Fleetwood almost want to stab Lindsey Buckingham like in the throat. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, what's funny is the first thing that you read on the back, it says produced by Fleetwood Mac. And then in parentheses, special thanks to Lindsey Buckingham. So yeah. um, I'm sure that they were all,
1: yeah. <laughs> Cause I think he was like, this is this, is, we're going to do this. It's going to be great. And they're like, no. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And now we're going to get a fist fight. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also kind
0: of the one that like a lot of people kinda of go to this record for like the right. the like the most accessible one that's not huge. I don't know, that doesn't make sense. But you know what I no, mean? It's yeah, not it's, true. it's not rumors and it's just like it's still got some good songs on it, but it's not yep. just your your normal one. So right. yeah. yeah. Um and then I got uh David Ruffin's My Whole World Ended on yeah. uh which is Motown. And it's got that great cover with him like looking down with his hand on his head. Yeah, um, great songs on this. Just good classic. I don't know, like, where do you define the difference between like soul and R and B? was almost called it a soul record, but like, I guess it's kind of just Motown R and B type. I don't know.
1: I feel like Ruffin was like he had the more he had a more soul edge to his. To his world that yeah. doesn't help define it anymore but like <laughs> i realized that i just said basically the exact same thing like yeah but uh there is that more like croonery aspect <laughs> if you will yeah. of like but, it, a yeah, but it's
0: still but it's still kind of gritty it's not like um yeah. you know it's like, I never really liked, like, well, I don't like it, but like, I'm not a huge fan of like the Sam Cooke, like crooner style, like right, of his career, right, you know? So right, 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 right. it's kind of right there before all that is. And you don't find a lot of, maybe I'm crazy, but like, I don't see a lot of like great Motown LPs. I just usually always find 45s. So yep. whenever I find one, it's almost too tempting to just not pick up. So, um, and then the last one I got was Preservation Hall jazz band. That's it. That's it. um which just came out a couple couple years ago and um i don't know i just wanted something like to, you know preservation hall jazz bandy. <laughs> just, right. i saw it and i was like right. oh this would be great like it'll be fun to listen to so i actually have not even had a chance to listen to this one yet but um great looking lp it came with a huge poster on the inside awesome and um and uh, I always love streaming their stuff, so I was excited yeah. to pick that one up. So solid, yeah. That's, so that's that's been the last two, two well Friday and Saturday. It's kind of sick, but that's that's what they all are. So that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. All right. noise.
1: So um, let's do our Halloween. Uh, let's get Halloweeny. Halloweeny <laughs> time. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm supposed to say that. Like, Halloweeny time. <laughs> so these are songs i think the original idea when i floated it was like uh and i think i even called them on my list uh creepers with a z um but like it's not the normal like you can look up like halloween playlists for days and they all contain the same like 40 songs yeah and it's all like very obviously halloween songs Mm -hmm. but like monster mash right (laughs) um but there's like actually creepy songs that are like, maybe you don't think of as creepy. Or I think as I floated to you, like they're unintentionally creepy or yeah. maybe they aren't intentionally creepy, or it's just a song that as a child put the fear of God into you. Yeah. Um, which is more than a few of these. Um, uh, for instance, I'll just jump right in here and give yeah. everybody the, uh, uh day in the life, the Beatles, of course. No, um, that used to scare the bejesus out of me <laughs> when I'd hear it. I couldn't stop listening to it. Like I never, I never was like, "Dad, please turn this off." Yeah. But I was like, "I am more than slightly uneasy right now." As like a, I don't know, <laughs> six seven year old. Like, why is this happening? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think mainly it was like you know vocal effects. It sounds like John Lennon has lost his mind possibly yeah yep. <laughs> and then there's the whole like middle section that gets like all happy and then it goes back to creeper town and then that horrifyingly tense uh symphonic end yeah it's like what what why why did you do all of that <laughs> and so like i can vividly remember like driving down the road and like no this is not okay things are not yeah. okay yeah <laughs> And it, like, not even, there was no reason, because I didn't understand the lyrics, which freaked me out later, hearing, like, understanding, like, wow, somebody blew their brains out in a car, at a stoplight, and like, what? Like, all that, like, creeped me out later, after I knew what it was about, but, like, initially, it was like, the sound of it was kind of creepy, and, like, just kind of creeped me out. That was probably my, it's probably, like, the first one that I can remember, as, like, being like yeah i'm i'm feeling a little wacky right now about this and i don't know if i should say that to anybody else in the car um i've
0: got a i've got a good first one but i'll i'll let you go a little bit further and we'll circle back to it okay because i think Um, you may get to you may get to this at some point so i don't want to i don't want to i
1: don't want to jump your shark (laughs) oh fair enough (laughs) my shark is there for jumping um (laughs) Another good one though I it is well documented that I really do not love this band there is a there's and this puts me in a camp that a lot of people don't like but that's okay I'm okay with that it's uh Hotel California <laughs> by the Eagles because I I don't like them <laughs> don't like them yeah. but that song on all levels is creepy, like, <laughs> I mean, just the the images contained. Again, lyrically, the images contained therein. It, it's a little, it's a little off-putting. <laughs> yeah, like you're like this is kind of like The Shining moved, the hotel in The Shining moved to the desert, and the Eagles showed up, and then okay. things got real weird because they probably had a lot of cocaine with them. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um, But that one always like, I mean, beyond me not liking that band, like, I think it's a very effective piece of music, like, because it there's a feeling that it evokes and a lot for a lot of people. It's just like party time. But like, when you really listen to it, you're like, man, that's creepy. Like, (laughs) yeah, there's a hotel you can't ever check out of. And like, does that is that just a metaphor for life? or Or is this guy really trapped in something like did Don Henley go to the other side? Like and never come back. <laughs> like what's happening? Uh, it's so Hotel
0: great. California. <laughs> Creepy. I mean, the length of that song is scary to me. That's that's, uh, that's also amazing. terrifying. Yes. This may also this may also scare you, but I've softened my hatred on the Eagles a bit over the years that's on fair. certain songs. Just certain songs.
1: That one forever. No, but right. And mine but, has no actual bearing. In or or footing in reality because I like Jackson Brown, which means that I should like the Eagles, but I do not. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Like, I can listen to Jackson Brown. I can listen to Jackson Brown sing the songs that he wrote that the Eagles then also played and had hits with, but I can't. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's like, now I also not found it in any sort of reality. I enjoyed to no end their documentary. I thought it was very entertaining.
0: Yeah, so Emily and I tried to watch that one time, and I think it started in the middle by accident or something, and we just couldn't, like, we, <laughs> like, I was happened? like, I don't
1: understand what's going on so we found something else, but I, I right. think we just need to give it a shot, but yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I think more, my world comes from, like, when I was really discovering, like, really discovering who I was and loved music and all that, like, was about the time. Not about. It was exactly the time as "Hell Freezes Over" era Beatles, Beatles, yep. <laughs> Eagles, yeah. and it was like, uh, uh I don't want to see a bunch of like old dudes trying to rekindle Agreed. the thing when I've got all these other great stuff going on that like oh. actually does the thing. But yeah, anyway, right there together on that one. Yes, so. we can do another. Right. We can do another entire episode on <laughs> them. Although, let's please don't. I don't know. I don't think anyone <laughs> want to listen to it? Skip. Um, Let's see what else. Uh, exit music for a film by Radiohead. Oh, oh yeah. Computer. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is the one with the line: "We hope that you choke, that you choke." <laughs> um, it's just creepy. It yeah. just sounds. It just sounds like a song somebody singing about bad things that are are going to happen or have just happened, and you're like thinking about how bad they were, and now you want to scare everyone who hears it. <laughs> yeah. Um I think the liberal use of reverb on all these songs is what makes them creepy. Just Yeah. I'm I'm figuring this out as I go, but um Welcome to the Machine by Pink Floyd kind of in the same vein. Yep. Just like a creepy like era era of music in general cuz there's a lot of those 70s jams in my list, but that one is just was always creepy as a child, too, because there's like all this machine noises going on and yeah. like, what machine are you being welcomed into? And it seems like they've been watching you for forever and they know everything you did. And that's weird. Yeah. And also very long or seemingly very long. It wasn't like yeah. crazy long. But as a kid, I'm like, the music only lasts for like two minutes and the rest yeah. of it's like this weird noise stuff. Yeah. And somebody keeps coming in and out of the room. It sounds like I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Um. (laughs) Um. What else? Along those lines, I. (laughs) I in the sky, the Alan Parsons Project song. (laughs) (laughs) That one scares you. (laughs) It's not even scary. That's I I probably should have made this clear. Oh. A lot of these are just like creep you out. They're like creepy in general. Just like creepy songs, like you're the eye in the sky like so you're the you're the weird all-seeing eye it's it's seemingly about like a relationship but not really but yeah. somebody has told somebody lies and there's like a whole thing he sings I forget the dude's name that sings that song but like he sings in this way when I played this for <laughs> one of my coworkers, she was like no I see what you mean because he's the way he sounds singing is like kind of like unnerving. And I was like, yeah, it's like, it's almost like he doesn't care to a point that is like, he's just done something bad. And it's like, he's just kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm just hanging out. And now I'm like reaping the benefits of everything that I've done. That's bad kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's creepy. Hey, it's my list, huh? (laughs) No, I like it. I like it. (laughs) Um, how about Lullaby by The Cure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. About a giant spider visiting you in your dreams and then <laughs> eating. <laughs> and the video is like an entire video of him being eaten by a spider. Yeah. Like yeah. Which I, the first time I saw it was a little too much for me. I'll be honest, I was like, wow, that is terrifying. Um, there's the old standby, of course, Bad Moon Rising. Yep. Creedence. That one makes it onto a lot of lists as it should. Um, but it is kind of creepy. All also run through the jungle just sounds kind of creepy, even <laughs> though I'm like, I don't know why they're running through the jungle, which maybe makes it creepier that like, why is Creedence singing about the jungle? Yeah. <laughs> and somehow they make the jungle, like the bayou. <laughs> yeah. Like, That's yeah, not yeah. the jungle dudes. Yeah, that yeah. is not the jungle. Um, let me see. What's another good one? Hurdy Gurdy Man? Donovan? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> these are entertaining me. I love
1: what he's <laughs> I can explain this more so because have you ever seen the movie Zodiac? Yeah. Uh, is that the one with the... Uh, wait, no. I don't think I have. Um, so it's a David Fincher movie who is always really good with his musical choices. Yes, in yes, yes, yes. Um, and... So it's a David Fincher movie about the Zodiac killer. Jake oh, yeah. movie with
0: Dylan Hall in it. Yeah, that's what yeah, yeah. I thought. Okay. So yeah. this
1: is like the song, I believe, this is the song that's playing like when he pulls up, he being the Zodiac, pulls up to like do the deed on somebody, but it's like he like rolls his windows down and it is just blasting and you oh. can't hear any other thing and like there's terror going on. I think that's where I was like, man, you know what? That song is kind of creepy. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just unsettling like i know what a hurdy-gurdy is now and it's kind of like funny and whimsical and wacky but like when you put it into that context i guess it's like it's a little weird yeah Uh, unsettling if you will um there are other classics on here every breath you take that's a creeper song uh <laughs> that is. That is. Yeah. Uh Something in the Way, uh Nirvana. Uh, that's a creepy oh, song. Okay. Um Did you think I was mentioning another something in the way? Well, I was just thinking of uh you know, something in the way you move. <laughs> <laughs> that would have also been really good. Um Nine Inch Nails hurt. Yeah. It's not not the most settling of musical ventures. Um, The Chauffeur, which is, uh, I think, the last song on Duran Duran's Rio. Yep. Not the first band you would think of when you think of unsettling music. But that one is like, again, like, I think the recording of it is the thing that makes it. Like, it's super, it is like one of the more machine-like sounding like synth poppy new wave, new romantic era songs ever. And like his voice is like through this like weird filter that like it's almost off key the whole time, like on purpose. And that is also like you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't, yep. I don't like anything that's happening here. I think Duran Duran's trying to kill me. Yep. Um, or maybe not. And I'm just a weirdo. Um, We talked about this because uh, soundtracks are totally open um on this John Carpenter of course is kind of the the horror movie soundtrack yep master. Um the thing is probably even though it's in you know Morricone technically uh that heartbeat thing that yep. goes on in there is all yep. carpenter and really does the number like you don't realize until like halfway through the movie that you're like I've been hearing that every time something terrible is about to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I bought that recently. They reissued I think Waxwork
0: or someone like that reissued yeah. that and I found it um a couple of years ago in a record store. I think actually even Emily found it and I bought it immediately and it's it's so the packaging on it's so great like they have like a fake map, you know, and they have like a drawn out yeah. map and all this stuff of like and all these great things. I think the lps even maybe like a splattered vinyl or whatever and like yeah yeah i mean i was just gonna sum up halloween music for me with like two words which is john carpenter you know what i mean correct it's like i'm standing here looking at i have the halloween soundtrack
1: yep that was gonna be next
0: (laughs) i have salt on precinct precinct 13 i have lost themes one and two yeah and i have um I have the thing, and the, but so the thing isn't John Carpenter necessarily. It's um right. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, Morricone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. Um, but then I also have obviously Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, yep. Oh, and I have Escape from L.A. I think. Yep. yep. Uh, and I don't have Escape from New York, but that's just because I found Escape from L.A. and I was like, yep, nope, take it. So nice. Yeah, I just <clears throat> pick them up whenever I find them because. That Those are just, that's what I watch
1: when it's, if I don't watch Total Recall, that's what I watch, so. <laughs> right. Along those, uh, along that line, uh, uh, the soundtrack to the original Alien. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also great. It doesn't yeah. have a, there isn't a ton of music in that movie, which is, yep. there's another, there's another world on my list, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is my favorite horror movie ever, but. Yep. Uh, mainly because it doesn't have, it doesn't really have a soundtrack. There is no music. And that is like oh, okay. part of yep. what's unnerving about it is like there is no like we're telegraphing the scare. It's like, no, you're just supposed to be completely freaked out the whole time. Yep, Yep. <laughs> and Alien is just like, even when you hear it come on, it's like this lilting like, oh yeah, we're just lulling you to sleep kind of thing. Yep. But you're like, no, something ain't right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like The yep. first time you see it, you're just like, no, this is not yep. good. Yep. Halloween, of course, I mean, that's a classic. That piano line is enough yep. to like do it for most people. Yep. Um, I recently have on the way uh, Carpenter score to Christine. Oh, nice. Um, which I saw. Wait, Christine uh, isn't like the Stephen King movie? Yes, which was John uh, Carpenter. Oh. oh, I didn't know that yes which you when you i had forgotten that he did that as well and then i saw it and i was like oh yeah of course he did and then when you hear the music you're like oh yes absolutely of course he did um it's the same kind of thing like same synthy weirdness that's just like carries the atmosphere i mean it just makes the atmosphere and then just carries it all the way through yeah um Uh, And then finally, I guess, um, I mean, I have so much more, but um, the classics, uh, Don't Fear the Reaper, (laughs) which, again, has been made into a joke, as it probably rightly should with the cowbell thing. But when you, like, sit and objectively hear Don't Fear the Reaper, like, it's a little creeper, Mm -hmm. like... It's not. It's not just like, yeah, I'm listening to a a classic rock jam. It's like, no, why is he? What is happening here? uh, He's. I've read something about Buck Dharma, who is the lead singer, lead vocalist of B.S.C. was like somehow obsessed with like dying young, and that's what that whole song is about. It's like he thought he was going to die young or something. So it's like a whole thing about that. Because for years, I just thought it was about like suicide or something, but it's actually about like. He was. He had this thing in his head like, "I'm going to die young." I think oh. he's still alive, so that didn't Probably. work out. But Bradley. Um, and then finally, finally, uh, this is a song that has been. It's on my radar now. It was not on my radar before. Uh, it's called "Missed My Heart," um, or "You Missed My Heart." Either way, uh, originally recorded by Mark kozalek and oh, yeah, yeah. it has been covered now by Phoebe Bridgers on her. Very awesome record, Stranger in the Alps, which I think I mentioned before, we <laughs> strangely put our kid to sleep with yeah. every day. Um, this is the last song on it, and I'm going to be completely honest. My wife, when my wife hears this, she will laugh. When it gets to this song, it always freaks me out because it's like <laughs> I'm sitting there with him, and he's like probably already asleep, and I'm like trying to figure out how to get out of the room without him waking up. But it's a song first person of a guy who breaks into I'm assuming his former love's house and then kills the guy that she's with. Oh. So it's like a murder ballad like old school style murder ballad yeah. and it's literally like uh, maybe two chords for the entire song. It's just wow. like long verses um, the chorus uh, comes and is like heartbreaking <laughs> Every yeah. time. But it's like, he kills this guy, he goes to jail, uh in jail, tries to commit suicide. That doesn't work. Tries to escape, gets shot by a prison guard, and then dies. <laughs> While he's dying, has this dream about fishing in the Ohio River uh downstream from the Moundsville State Penitentiary, which is a real place, like the most Think it's like the most haunted place in America, or something like that. Like some crazy thing um, where all these people are there's like some like mass grave out behind it where they just buried people. they just like, yep, you died in jail and we just buried you. Yeah. So, like, there's this whole thing about like, oh, this is just like this huge cycle of like badness that comes out of yeah. this place. Um, yeah. It's creepy and spooky and all that but it's also just a great song like yeah. and both of their both versions are like equally creepy like hers is great I think maybe a little bit better but that's because I have a we can do a love hate uh, episode with Mark Kozilek but um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which um I'm sure he'd hear in love and probably call me all sorts of names but um yeah but that one that one is like the piece de resistance um, yeah If you haven't heard it, I'd suggest finding it. I Um, think she's in the uh, Between the Two
0: Ferns movie, singing with the dude from the National. (laughs) I'm I'm pretty sure she probably
1: is, right? She's like a newer, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like super white hair. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. she is. uh, She's one of the new. She's kind of like. It's kind of crazy. Like to me, she sounds. When I heard Stranger Than the Alps. I didn't want to compare it to anything but it, like the only thing I could think of was like uh really early uh Elliot Smith like in that oh, way yeah, yeah like yeah. of yeah. like super like it's not going to be like a pick-me-up even like the poppy song is not going to like you're not going to like do a dance about it you're be like yeah that's serious <laughs> but it's also beautiful and I can't stop listening to it like
0: there you
1: go that kind okay. of thing um but yeah that's my That's jam, good. I don't think I, I I probably didn't uh run over your uh your goddamn. no, you didn't okay good, didn't.
0: I just have like three three things, and then the first is really it's not even really a song, but it's definitely i mean it is a song, but it's not like anyway because uh, you were talking about um night snails, so yep recently I was uh guy that um emily and i like bill simmons i like him for basketball reasons but he also has a podcast called rewatchable so they go back and rewatch movies and so they rewatched gone girl which have you seen that i have not another fincher okay. movie, right yes yes and uh i should say i've um, seen like the
1: first 20 minutes i think yep honestly. so trent
0: reznor and Att- atticus ross does the soundtrack and there is a Scene in the film where someone dies, and I'll try yep. to give it away for you, but like, right? The 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 sounds that they use during that scene are so overwhelmingly intense. Like, yes, how they even came up with it, I don't know, but it's just this real, like, it's horrifying, like, and it's yeah. just like, you know, it's like how those two guys, like, those two guys are perfect for soundtracks. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like yep. they perfectly. Um, use the tools you know that they have to just creep you out. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I mean, it stays in your head forever. So that yeah, your nine inch nails m- made me mention that, and then
1: um, and there's re- like I another w- ten songs from the nine inch nails catalog that could have easily, 100%. could easily go on here. Hundred percent.
0: Yeah. The one that I remember that sort of it didn't really scare me, but it made me go, huh? Was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when Danzig's mother hit really big as a single (laughs) (laughs) because like this is what's so great I didn't grow up with a ton of like punk rock knowledge so like to me I didn't really I wasn't a huge misfits guy like sure you know I kind of had to put it together in reverse so I didn't really understand some of how all that worked but I just remember like I mean I don't. I mean, I think that record came out sometime in high school. So imagine yeah. every dude that I knew in Alabama, like that was like oh, their yeah. jam. Like it was just the stereotypical <laughs> like bro jam. But it was yep. like when you're listening to it, you're like,
1: "Is he killing children?" Like I don't get right. it. Like you know what I, I mean? don't know like, what's. What are you trying to tell mama about? Is this like is this ironic? I don't know. Yeah. Like I that one. Are you always... just trying to go out with somebody's daughter? I don't yeah. know what's happening. <laughs> Like, like uh, <laughs> uh, are you hitting so that, on somebody? What are you That doing? one always made me
0: feel a little like, huh. And then right. um, the other band that has just always made me feel uneasy, even though I'm a, a fan of them, which some people may make fun of me for, but their later work I think is just so insanely ridiculous that you just have to appreciate it for what it is. But when Tool came out, yes. I mean, I was just <laughs> like, because I'm like going to like, I mean, everything in my life growing up through college was just super conservative, religious right. household. And that to me was the epitome of the first band that I ever thought was like, they may be from hell. Like, right. <laughs> like, right. Like, they may be like their videos, like everything about <laughs> them was just, it wasn't right. kitschy. Like, no. to me, like Alice Cooper and like Ozzy and some of those guys, they did it, but it was a little like trying to be shock like to me Tool wasn't trying to shock you they were just genuinely (laughs) and like whoa like when that guy opens up that like that pipe and he's like petting the organs or whatever I'm like oh this is so weird (laughs) but I listened to all of it and like you try to dissect it and it's like it was weird man like that was one that always sort of like uh, I don't know still to this day I'm like even when you listen to it you're like you just sort of feel like a little uneasy. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Right. No, no, no.
1: I actually, uh, I was going to put them on the list and then I was like, I can't, I was like, I was trying to stay away from like anybody's like the entire catalog of said band is enough to like make your hair turn white. (laughs) Um, so I was like, yeah, I'll just stick to bands with songs that are like easily, but like tool was like in there also in there was Slayer. Yeah. um, Yeah, Because like, They were kind of the same way. Like, I remember hearing the first time I was like, I am pretty sure that they have gone to hell and come back. (laughs) And they are just like, they're like news reporters from like the sixth circle of hell. And they're like, yep. So this is what I saw. I saw people getting like skinned alive and stuff. and This is the sound of the scream.' And you're like, yep, I'm pretty sure that's what hell sounds like. But I still want to keep hearing it. it
0: <laughs> well, bands like that never took the easy route and had like a big, like cheesy hair hair metal single or whatever. No. Do you know what I mean? Like I remember growing up being like, whoa, poison, like seeing the shirts and the whatever <laughs> and being like, they must be awful. And then hearing them and being like, whoa, this is like a pop band. Do you know what right. I mean? Right. And, um, you know, there was always that push pull in the hair metal scene. But like then there were some yep. bands, yeah, like Slayer and like A Tool or. Something on those lines where you're just like, "Whoa, this may be this may be the real thing."
1: (laughs) Yeah, like Slayer's like biggest single was like a six and a half minute long song about being uh about like Egyptian burial. Yeah, (laughs) like it, it, but it's somehow catchy. Like it's weird. Like it's the only time they were like, "Oh yeah, I can kind of nod along with this." Like it's a little punishing, sure, but like I can kind of like sing along with this, and you're like, "Yep." wow they are wow what is happening like they're really talking about that on you know whatever what was the hard uh, heavy metal show Headbangers uh, Ball yeah. Headbangers Ball Yeah, That's there, the you there you go there
0: you go Ricky Rockman there you go <laughs> but 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 we 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 are we are
1: we're in agreement that guar never scared us. Guar <laughs> never scared me. The only the, the most the most scare that guar would ever do is like I might go and like ruin all my clothes. Yes, exactly. Just <laughs> like, a show. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's, <laughs> well,
0: that's but, good. Yeah. So we're uh we're going to put together a playlist and we'll
1: uh we'll kind of we'll post like a
0: we'll we'll post it for people to listen to. Um, after we post the episode, I like that. That'll be fun.
1: Yeah, and I'm gonna try and uh, I'm to try and go back and do the same for uh, the other episodes as well, and kind of like catch people up, maybe, because I think uh, I think we can divulge that. I think we might be on another streaming platform soon. So yeah. um, if we if everything goes good and that's up, then we'll start doing a a little uh, playlist to go along with this, so everybody can. Kind of follow along with our ridiculously stupid, crazy conversations. (laughs) Yeah, I I agree with that.
0: I, you know, I, um, I, I think I remember, and I can't find it now, but I did a, um, I think I did like a Halloween themed uh, radio show a couple years ago. Oh, nice. And um, but I think that playlist is on Spotify, and I quit using Spotify, so right. Um, so and now I, I can't quite seem to find it. So, but that's the way it goes. But uh, there's a lot of interesting songs out there that you don't really think of, and you're just like, oh yeah, that could be kind of scary. So,
1: right, like I said, and it's all sub, you know, it's all subjective. Like uh, again, my coworker said that like when I was discussing this with her, like a lot of these songs she hadn't heard, so like I started the reason the playlist kicked in my brain is I started playing them for her. And I was like, wow, these songs all kind of sound good together. And yeah. like, also when somebody hears it, they can say, oh, I can see why that might freak you out when you were six years old or whatever. But like, like hers was like, she was like, oh, what was the first song that really got me? she was like, oh, there was like, funny enough, there was a Sinead O'Connor <laughs> hidden track on a record and she didn't know it was like on a CD and her friend had it and they were playing it. And she had no clue it was going to come on. And then at the end, it comes on and is like, to live is to die or whatever. And she was like, what the? (laughs) Like, who (laughs) is that? She was raised in a super conservative household and the whole thing. And, like, so, like, she was like, are they speaking to me through the thing? Like, we're not supposed to be listening to this. Oh, my gosh. You know. (laughs) Um,
0: I actually did. I actually did find that playlist. A lot of it, I kind of based it on, like, song titles. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, I had, uh, like this terror by Starfire 59 and <laughs> de- dead red eyes by Archers loaf and, yep. uh, heads will roll by, Yeah yes, uh, yep. parting the dark by Mogwai. I had some joy division in there with dead souls. Um, yep. Yeah, Into the World, Mock Orange, The Cutter, uh, nice. Echo, and the Bunnyman. So I had some Black Rebel Motorcycle Club, Haunt, you know, and then I, yeah, and then I, and then I had uh, see No Evil by Television in there. So of course, Just, like I said, like you can kind of get some real fun. And then I, I threw like the Zombies and The Cure and. Um, you know, stuff. Like, and I had a Cootie song called "Zombie" in there as well. Oh, and of course, uh, "Blood and Thunder" by Mastodon. So
1: yes, yes, of <laughs> course. Yeah, like I said, what I went through is probably it's probably a good like third of the entirety of the list. So bet, I'll put a lot I of bet it bet. up. I mean, there's yeah. there's a lot of fun when you start digging into people's when you start digging into catalogs from this vantage point of like what is a creepy song in their catalog or like yep. what is a song it's like when you like really look at the lyrics or something you're like man that ain't right yeah. that you ain't, know that it, like that ain't right, that ain't that right. right. Um, cause a lot of times it's like not the song that a lot of people think about like every breath you take of course is classic and everybody loves it and it probably gets played at a wedding like every other day but like yep. that is a creepy song like like what are you talking about dude like you are literally obsessing and stalking somebody. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, some of them are very obvious and some of them are just like a feel sort of thing um, where it's like yeah. the music actually just feels like creepy and like maybe it takes a turn that is creepy or something like that. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun digging in. I like it.
0: I like it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna put you on the spot because we uh, we haven't done our what we hope to find in uh, the wild. Um, and uh, I've got a record show coming up next Sunday week from today. so I uh, I feel like uh, there's one thing in particular I'm looking for. so if we if we do the session there, or the section of the podcast there's a good chance I'll find it. So all right what are you what are you looking for? Well, so, remember, we talked about this, but the last time I was at this show, I passed on the Pylon yes. LP, the Chomp LP, with the yes. die-cut top, and it was 50 bucks, and I just passed on it. Yep. That, I'm hoping that guy is there again, and that he <laughs> still has it. I feel like it's likely that he will, so he'll be the first guy I'm looking for. Right. And I, I would really love to bring that home and have it in my uh, collection. So, that, yes. that's mine.
1: That's well, that's a that's a dandy one. I had I like 10 things I feel like this morning, and now I'm like, what do <laughs> I say? What are the words that I say? I would really enjoy to find, because we're kind of on this Halloween thing. Yeah. I would really enjoy finding an OG copy of the Halloween soundtrack. Nice, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I have, I think the newer, yeah, it's the newer... A newer Halloween, yep. which he helped do the score for and all, um, which I went and saw in theaters was great. But I would really like to have like the old school guy <laughs> for no other reason than aesthetics, because I just love that the knife and the pumpkin and the that image. But
0: yeah, they've, uh is that the one where he looks like he's stabbed? That the pumpkin's like
1: stabbing? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's like yeah, multiple yeah, yeah. knife yeah. kind of things going. Yeah. Yep.
0: Love that! that. Love yeah, that, that image, cool. that
1: poster, that thing. That's cool. I would love to get that. That would be a that'd be a nice thing. I realized the one I have
0: was when John Carpenter released Lost Themes. They, yes. um, he put it out on Sacred Bones Records, and they yeah. released basically two um, picture discs of. Um, so I just have the theme. It's just a twelve-inch single picture right. disc. Oh wait. On one side is Halloween. On the other side is Escape from New York. I just realized this. And then on the one side is Assault on Precinct 13. And the other side is The Fog. So There you go. There you go. That's kind of cool. So those
1: are just the main themes on there. Yeah. And they've got like um, a new version, I think, where it's like they synced it with the movie. So it's like if you watch it, it's like paced like the movie. Because the original soundtrack is just like the pieces of music, not in order. Yeah. But there's, like, a new version where they went back to, like, the original stems and, like, were able to, like, run it like you're watching the movie. So, it's, like, it actually has the same momentum, which is kind of cool. Nice. But That's cool. cool. I would still like to have the old dude. Because I'm an no, old No, I, so I agree with you. I agree with you. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I think we've
0: uh, we've covered our Halloween jams, Halloween, and, uh, and all the recent stuff. So, all right, man. Um, good luck this week in in the in the wild. Maybe you will stumble on said soundtrack. I I have to spend the rest of the day listening to these that I bought and actually right. uh, <laughs> pay attention to uh, to what I just put some money down on. So, but right. that it's kind of like been uh gross here like it's not really like let's get outside weather so it's been yeah it's been good to find a bunch of stuff the last couple of days and just just be home inside listening to it so nice Does
1: ozzy have a, a halloween costume uh he is well we have a costume he is yet to fully wear the whole thing uh <laughs> but it's a fireman outfit yeah and he likes the idea of it but has yeah. not yet totally donned yeah. the whole thing we went yeah. to a halloween party last night it was like a grown-up party and everybody was dressed up and i was interested to see like how he took it yeah. um but he's like he was fine like once he figured out like oh this is just people normal people yeah. like dressed like <laughs> craziness because then he's just like he's just like jumping around like dancing with them like yeah i don't know what you're doing but okay um <laughs> so perfect. he uh He's getting, he's getting there. I think he's like his old man. He has that overactive imagination. So he probably scares <laughs> himself more than anything he's actually scared. Uh, that's but, so great. That's so yeah. great. All right, buddy.
0: Well, we will uh, talk again soon. All right, brother. All right, later. Bye. Bye.